Presents Football Time. Hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here for college football week 15, I believe. 15. So it's been 15 fun and exciting weeks. We're here, as always, with our man. Dynamite Picks. Dynamite, David. Are you ready to get in some more college football? It's winding down. About two weeks left on the season here. Yeah, I'm hoping we can have a have a good week and uh, get back on track. And then maybe uh, possibly some bowl games. But uh, my guess is those start fading away rather quickly as well. I, I have dreams of us doing a big bowl extravaganza show, but we'll we'll see if those come to pass or not i had dreams two weeks ago too and then i'm like we're going to be picking four bowl games all of which will probably be played the second week of january so we'll see how that breaks down all right let's get into our headlines from last week's games now this made headlines All right, let's start off with Louisiana Lafayette versus Appalachian State. We touched on it right before we went off uh, our podcast last week. We thought it'd be a pretty good game. It ended up being a really good game. Lafayette went in there, got the win 24-21. Interesting way to go about getting the win, uh, taking a 35-yard safety and then uh, having App State miss the game-tying field goal. Uh, Curious coaching decisions, but they went in there, got a pretty good win for La Lafayette, though. Yeah, if anybody had the prop bet for two safeties in that game, they won a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct, uh, especially. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was a really ugly game, cold, wet conditions, which I thought would favor App State, and I guess it did because it, it caused Lafayette they couldn't snap the ball to their punter. I yes, think they had, which led to the thirty-five yard run backwards. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I think I think the coaches could have come up with something other than. How than about putting the game it within was three fourth points. and one, just sneak the quarterback, and either he gets it or he doesn't get it. I just I don't understand intentionally going within a field goal to tie, and and they got lucky. App State missed a thirty yarder as time yeah, expired. I, I mean, it should have been an overtime, um, but uh, good game, I guess. Ugly game, but entertaining. Yeah, nonetheless. Uh, Good win by La Lafayette. They go into the Sun Belt Championship game versus Coastal Carolina for a rematch, which should be an entertaining uh, game here. All right. Speaking of not an entertaining game, uh, but a good game for you nonetheless. Uh, Indiana 14, Wisconsin 6. Uh, don't know what to say about this one. Tuttle didn't screw the game up, and uh, nothing else really happened the whole game. <laughs> Yeah, it's you know it's weird. It's Wisconsin's been following a really weird trend, um, and their last four losses that weren't against Ohio State, they've led in both yards gained and time of possession, and and they did in this game as well, but still managed to um, to lose uh, mainly because they lose in the turnover ratio in all of those games. So uh, turnovers are bad for Wisconsin, and Indiana just. Didn't really do a whole lot, but they didn't do anything bad, and, and this is a, definitely a case where the team with the fewest mistakes won the game. Yeah, uh, I Tuttle came in there. Uh, what did you think his play uh, wasn't spectacular, but didn't do anything to really cost his team anything? 
Yeah, it seemed like they were playing really conservative with him. Uh, he only had 22 pass attempts, uh, 130 yards, and he had two touchdowns. But I just it it was a it was a really ball control game and, and defense, and they didn't really want to press him into doing things he didn't need to do. Uh, didn't want to put him in any situations to to make mistakes. So good job there, and and they managed the game well. I thought. Yeah, uh, the rightful division champs. Uh, we'll get to that a little later. All right, Coastal Carolina 22, BYU 17, uh, the marquee game of the day, I'd say. Uh, Coastal managed to stay in there and then uh, held BYU on the last minute. Uh, really good game, great win by Coastal. Uh, probably still doesn't help them get into a playoff spot, uh, even though it probably should. But uh, good win by Coastal. Uh, I thought BYU just... Uh, couldn't find a way to open up offensively on Coastal Carolina in that one. Yeah, Coastal played great defense in this game, and they were they were really able to help their defense out against this high-powered BYU offense by running the ball well and shooting clock. Coastal ran for 281 yards and won the time of possession by 15 minutes, and I, I think that's the story of the game right there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, tough loss for BYU. Uh, probably plays themselves out of a – probably a New Year's Day bowl game if, you know, the big New Year's Day bowl games, if we have them. So, uh, but uh, nonetheless, good win for Coastal Carolina. Uh, One game I wanted to touch on, Missouri 50, Arkansas 48. Uh, I got the win on that one, uh, but I I guarantee you this was not how I drew it up as uh, both teams just traded points uh, back and forth. But uh, Missouri's offense has been... uh, uh, quite nice the last handful of weeks. So uh, I don't know where this explosion came from because they could barely move the ball at the beginning of the year, and all of a sudden now they're throwing up 50s for the last four weeks in a row. What would you make of this one? Yeah, this is quite the offensive output from both these teams. Thought Arkansas had it there at the, when they got that crazy two-point conversion at the end, but uh, they let Missouri go right down and cake the winning field goal. Um, I've actually was eyeballing in my pick segment later. I didn't, I didn't pick them, but Missouri's getting, I think 13 and a half against Georgia this coming week. And, and the way they're scoring points, uh, getting 13 points is awfully nice at home. Yeah. I, I was eyeing that one a bit too, but I, I still don't know what I buy overall from uh, Missouri, but, uh, scored a lot of points and I, I had some respect for that Arkansas defense. They'd played pretty well all year long, except for, uh, that last weekend. So uh, really uh, interesting to see Missouri uh, maybe turning an offensive quarter, possibly next year, a dangerous team to be reckoned with in the SEC East, or it's a weird COVID team and we will all forget it next year as we watch them struggle. (laughs) All right, we'll move on to uh, Notre Dame and Syracuse. Syracuse hung around a little bit. Uh, The game sort of lost all meaning and luster when the ACC just randomly announced that no matter what, Notre Dame was getting into the game, though. (laughs) If they lost, they would have had the same record as Clemson and Miami. So I didn't quite understand how that tiebreaker broke down. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Notre Dame, pretty convincing win, uh, even though Syracuse stuck around for about a half there before they uh, broke down. Yeah, I think had Syracuse not turned the ball over as much as they did, this would have been a, a closer game. Uh, interesting fact here, both teams had two players run for 100-plus yards, so a lot of rushing in this. Um, Notre Dame, I don't I just, I just, don't know what to make of them. Uh, I don't think they beat Clemson in this game, in the ACC championship game, and uh, I just I need to see some more consistency from Notre Dame. 
Yeah, uh, I think the defense is there, though. Uh, be very curious if it can defend Clemson. But uh, offensively, I, I've still not sold. I know everybody is in love with Ian Book, but, uh, you know, it's the puny quarterback dream of ESPN to have a little short white guy who throws little dinky passes the whole game and carry him off as Rudy, I think. So uh, he's probably the poster boy for Notre Dame quarterback for some reason. All right, let's go. What do you got? No, go ahead. I was just, I was going to say, you know, book, he doesn't really impress me a whole lot. He, he, he makes some, some crazy plays on where the plays just fall apart. But, uh, I want, I like to see a winning quarterback, uh, execute well. And, uh, he's just, he's just kind of a play in the moment kind of guy. And I just don't know how that'll go at the championship level. Yeah, I know. I, I don't expect him to see him on many NFL rosters. Uh, after his career at Notre Dame is over. But uh, ESPN sure loves him right now. All right, Ohio State 52, Michigan State 12. Uh, We don't have to break down the game so much other than uh, Ohio State is a much better football team than a terrible Michigan State football team. But uh, as we figured, the Big Ten is going to rule that uh, it's okay now to uh, have five wins and get into the Big Ten championship game. I don't think it's too much of a shocker, but what'd you make of it? No, it was, it, you know, Ohio State took care of business. And uh, I think, I mean, I think they're going to get a matchup with Northwestern in the championship game now. Yes, uh, Northwestern and, uh, clinched uh, team last that, week. And this is a Northwestern team that lost to Michigan State, correct? Correct. <laughs> that Ohio State just beat by, by 40 points. So... Uh, but I just think they were, they're helping themselves out, making sure that there was no way that Ohio state get left out of the playoff, making sure they get into that championship game. But like I said, you know, a month ago, I think Ohio state was a lock for the playoffs, no matter how many wins they had, they were going to get Ohio state in there. Yeah. Uh, fair or, you know, I, I just, I don't like it based on we're just picking because we think Ohio State is good. We have no proof that they're good. We just, at the beginning of the year, they have a lot of NFL players. They have an NFL quarterback. So we're like, oh, they must be good. And I don't know if we're basing it off really anything other than they're good. This is going back to the stupid college football days where we just voted on the national champion. Well, I, I don't think you could say any kind of uh, championship system is fair until every, every conference championship is represented. And uh, you know, that's not happening. And I still think they should expand the playoff to at least eight teams, but who knows when that'll happen. But so fair, no, but that's the way it is. Yeah. Uh, my only gripe is I don't even mind if you want to keep coastal Carolina out, but uh, when you drop rankings and, you have Iowa State ranked up high, and Louisiana Lafayette went to Iowa State and beat them, and then Coastal Carolina goes to Louisiana Lafayette and beats them. You, I just, it's sort of like, well, what's the point of playing? You're just going to pick who you want, and that's essentially what they're doing with Ohio State. Uh, we'll get into it next week when they play the Big Ten Championship game, but uh, we'll touch on it a little bit. Uh, Northwestern, any chance here? I, I do respect their defense. I think their defense can, you know, slow some teams down, but uh, I don't know if their offense is capable of scoring the uh, probably 28 to 30 points necessary to beat Ohio State. Definitely not. Yeah. All right. Uh, Clemson, Virginia Tech. Uh, Clemson, uh 
was asleep for about a third of the game, uh, played hard for about 10 minutes, rolled up about 35 points in those 10 minutes, and uh, that was that. They won 45-10. What do you make of this Clemson team? Uh, There are times when they look just as good as Alabama, and then there are just parts where they're just asleep, and you're like, who is this team? Yeah, this this Clemson team is definitely not as sharp as they as they were last year. And I thought Lawrence actually looked pretty sloppy in this game against Virginia Tech. Uh, barely five hundred percent on his passes, or barely fifty percent. And um, uh, third interception, he did have two rushing touchdowns, but I, I don't like it when he has to use his legs too much. That's how he gets hurt. And uh, I just I don't see this Clemson team being good enough to knock off say in Alabama this year. Yeah. Uh- I do think the defense uh, has gotten better at the last couple of weeks. So uh, I, I do respect that Virginia Tech offense. They have been able to put some points, but uh, you'll see in my picks that I might be going against them this week. So uh, I don't know quite how much I respect them. Uh, last but not least, we'll touch on the uh, Alabama uh, dominating another SEC opponent, uh, lowly LSU 55-17. And, I think that's being kind uh, score-wise to the way this game essentially went. Um, right now, uh, can you name a team you probably uh, take against Alabama? No, um, I don't. I don't think any. I, you know, I'm excited to see this Florida Bama matchup in the SEC championship just because I think Florida's got the firepower to to keep it close, but. Now that Bama's starting to figure their defense out, I just think the combination of their uh, their running game and their passing game offensively, just being able to do do whatever works and, and mix and match, and I just I think they're the most complete team by far. Yeah, uh, as long as they stay healthy. Uh, so far, they're going to play this game this weekend. Uh, I don't totally know why, but uh, whatever. Uh, so, interesting uh, games this week. Uh, I... I really struggled in my picks. So, uh, you ready to give your picks? Yeah, I. You know, at first glance, when I went through it, I struggled to find any that I really liked. <laughs> um, about after my third time going through them, I managed to get I get some together, and I've actually got a pretty good slate. But which I need I need some winners to get back on the right side of five hundred, I believe. Yeah, uh, I do not have a large slate, and uh, <laughs> by the time Saturday walks around, it should be very interesting how many of these games I truly bet on. We we might have well, a very light uh, betting day on Saturday in college football, but let's go over last week's uh, games. You were 3-4 and four overall. Uh, you had the Florida-Tennessee over that did not hit. You had the Liberty plus 10.5 of uh, First, Coastal Carolina. Sadly, that game did not play. <laughs> but I'm giving you a win there because it should have been. Did you really credit that a win? No, I didn't. <laughs> I put canceled, but <laughs> I think the 10.5 point spread would have covered if we had. I thought we'd do it NCA style and just uh, choose randomly based on the skill level of the team. <laughs> Rutgers plus 11.5 versus Penn State. We both got eaten alive by that one. Uh, Purdue minus 1.5 versus Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska finally decided to show up for a football game. Uh, (laughs) It's the end of the year, but nonetheless, they did. Uh, Oklahoma State uh, lost to TCU. And that uh, Texas A&M minus 6 versus Auburn was a winner for you. 
And uh, Indiana, plus 13 and a half, we mentioned, was a winner for you. So uh, overall, three and four, your record total on the year, 37, 35, and one. So you're still hanging in there above 500. You need a big week this week. And uh, then we'll dominate the championship games uh, next week. All right. Well, I hit, I hit one of my upset specials last week, too. I also had Indiana on the money line, so that helped uh, that helped uh, wash any of my losses on my picks that I had last week. Yeah, definitely. All right. I went 3-5 and five overall. Not very good as well. Clemson uh, minus the 21.5 was an easy winner. Like I said before, we both got eaten alive by Rutgers. I somehow covered that Arkansas game in the plus three with a nice uh, two-point conversion uh, clip. Uh, TCU plus the two-and-a-half was a winner. West Virginia was a complete and utter no-show. Kansas State was even more of a no-show, and for some reason, Texas decided to finally play hard. Uh, South Carolina, plus 11.5. Kentucky did manage to score enough points, and uh, South Carolina's just a sad sack of a football team. And uh, Washington State played Sunday, and uh, I forgot they played Sunday, so I didn't even actually bet on it. But I guess I (laughs) said so on the podcast, so that counts as a loss as well. My overall record on the season, 43-33-2. All right, so let's get into a better week this week. Maybe, because uh, I really had to struggle. I have four picks. I, I managed to scrounge up uh, nine picks and an upset special, so I've got quite a bit. Yeah, I, I couldn't even find a real upset special. I will say one, but uh, I have zero belief in it. So uh... Yeah, I, I had my upset special. is, is kind of forced. I, I'm not sure if I'll put money on it or not, but it was about the only one I could pick out that I yeah. actually liked that was – any kind of value whatsoever. All right. So uh, you got a ton more picks than I do. Let's start you off. Where are you going? Uh, all right. First off, uh, I've got at home, Georgia, Georgia Southern versus App State. Uh, they're getting nine and a half here. And I think Georgia Southern's they've competed with a lot of the teams they've played this year. And uh, and I, th- I think this will be a close one. They're, they've got a, a good way of slowing the game down. And uh, I think this will be a defensive battle. And they stayed within that nine and a half. Yeah, I thought that nine and a half was a little high. I, I didn't end up taking it just because I, I don't know how App State's going to come out, and I, I don't really know how Georgia Southern's going to come out. I, I think the reason I had so few picks is I just don't know how a lot of these teams are going to come out. And essentially, this is a worthless week for <laughs> pretty much everyone. Yeah, right. we're we're starting to get into the 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 trash weeks where some teams and players are going to quit, and and they're. They're, I like how players are opting out with two games left in the season. At that point, that's not opting out in my Yeah, thanks, LSU. <laughs> that's, that's just quitting. But um, so it's it's actually going to be kind of uh, make some of these picks a little nerve-wracking because you don't know what you're going to see. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, essentially I was like, I handicapped the game, and then I was like, which one of these teams actually wants to play this game, especially now that the weather's cold pretty much everywhere. So it's not even a – fun time to be out there as you're freezing your ass off when you're on the sideline. So uh, why don't you give me another one as uh, you have nine and I have four. All right. Uh, next one. This is going to be a big matchup in the Pac-12. I've got UCLA at home plus three and a half versus USC. I yeah. think. Hey, uh, hey, you found one of my four. Yeah, I, I like I like UCLA. They've got a good offense. They've, they've been looking a little bit better the last few weeks and I like them getting three at home versus USB and 
And I think USC is going to stumble at some point this year, and this just might be the week. Yeah, I, I like the way UCLA's played. If they hadn't have been totally stupid and turned the ball over about five straight times to open that Colorado game, they really would have something here. But uh, I like the UCLA plus three and a half rivalry game. I'm still not 100% sold on USC. And actually, I thought UCLA's played better football. Uh, I guess you can call it in the uh, half season to season so far that the Pac-12 has played. So, uh, yeah, UCLA, one of my four picks. All right, what do you got next? Up next, I've got my team, Tennessee, minus 15 at Vandy. Uh, I've stayed away from them pretty much all year after that, I think, what, week one or two? <laughs> one of the ones where it was very ba- – oh, Georgia. I think Georgia, it was Georgia. Georgia game. Uh, but I just – this Vandy team is decimated. They're actually under the threshold of players where they could, they could get this game called, uh, but they want to play anyway. And I think Tennessee's really going to use this game as an opportunity to, to get something working offensively. Uh, I don't know who they're going to roll out at quarterback, but I, I think they can win by more than 15 for sure. Yeah. Uh, this was one of the games where I, I didn't know which team either side was wanting to be there or show up. So uh, I just was like, I think Tennessee could cover this 15 and a half, but uh, I was very scared that they're all ready to uh, – pack it up and head home for the holidays. So I was like a stay away from the balls and uh, Vandy's just a disgrace, but they seem to have wanted to play this game. So uh, some of them must at least want to try hard this week. So I was just like, eh, no go. All right. uh, I'll give you my next one. We're staying in the pack 12. Uh, I'm taking Arizona plus the nine and a half. Uh, a hard game to sort of handicap Arizona State has only played two games. This will be their third game. Uh, they've lost both of those games and have not really played great offense. Uh, Arizona is no great shakes, but uh, rivalry game. I don't really know what to expect from Arizona State. And nine and a half just seemed like quite a lot for an 0-2 team who doesn't score a whole lot of points. Is that game uh, Thursday night or Friday night? I think it was Friday night, but uh, I was looking quickly at the uh, what date it was on the uh, uh, app. Yeah, I, I had looked at that game, I uh, but I, I think I've got more faith in Arizona State than I do those nine and a half points. I just I don't think Arizona is gonna no. gonna get. <laughs> but uh, I just thought it was a lot for a team who's played two games this year and their season is a. Pretty much over. So, uh, good three-game season for Arizona State. I'm sure it was real fun for everyone. <laughs> All right, what do you got up next? Up next, I've got a uh, ACC rivalry matchup between Virginia and Virginia Tech. Virginia is actually getting two and a half here. I was actually surprised. I thought Virginia would be the favorites coming into this game. Um, uh, I think Virginia's looked like the better team in most games this year, so I'm going to go with Virginia plus the two and a half. Yeah, um, you've gotten half my picks so far. I have Virginia plus the two and a half. I think Virginia's the better team here. Uh, I think this game's probably going to be a little bit of a shootout. Virginia's defense has not been as good as it's usually been under Bronco Mendenhall, but uh, they have been able to score points. And uh, I think this will, I think uh, just Virginia's probably coming in with a little bit better mindset and uh, they love to beat up on Virginia Tech. So uh, I like Virginia here too, plus the two and a half. All right, what do you got? I have one game left, so. Okay, I've, I've still got quite a few, so we're going to go through some here. Um, I've got Illinois plus 14 and a half at Northwestern. 
I think Illinois has been competitive in a lot of games this year, and I just don't like Northwestern's offense beating anybody by 14 points. So I'm going to take Illinois in the 14-and-a-half. Yeah, I almost uh, just took that under, but uh, I was a little scared. Illinois sometimes has a little bit of a turnover issue, and their defense is a little plucky at getting turnovers and converting them into points. So that scared me off that, and uh, I just didn't want to fool with that game uh spread wise uh that was one where i didn't know where motivation was coming from since uh northwestern already has the uh big 10 championship game clinched it'd probably be smarter for them to all just bubble the every starter up so they can play next week (laughs) and uh, i just don't know what illinois is going to bring to the table uh other than maybe they can beat a theoretical rival in uh, northwestern but i'm not sure that's a huge rivalry game that uh anyone writes home about I like the points here for sure. Yeah. All right. What do you got up next? I <laughs> uh, got a little bit of action here. Um, I'm going to ride Ball State, who's been hot as of late after a big win against Toledo a couple weeks ago. Uh, they're at minus two and a half at home against Western Michigan. Uh, I really like this Western Michigan team. They just came out and laid a big egg against Eastern Michigan last week. And, and I think Ball State's been the better team this year so far. So I take the two and a half there. And I've got another Mac game. Uh, I'm going to take the over in Central Michigan versus Toledo at 55. I think any Mac game with the over under in the 50s should probably be taking the over. Um, <laughs> I wish I wish I'd waited a little on this one. This is actually the over unders dropped to 52 and a half here. So I recommend people jump on that. I think that's going to be much higher than 52. Yeah, and a half. I think there's some weather that is uh, causing that to uh, uh, drop a little bit. I think teams are a little scared. So that was that was two picks there. Um, we'll go. I've got Coastal Carolina minus twelve and a half at Troy. Uh, I'm I'm a little afraid of the the um the, at the game after the big game, and I don't. I hope I don't get a let down here. But this Troy team's not very good. Yeah, this is one of those bad Troy teams. So I, I think Coastal Carolina can get to get a two touchdown lead here and win this. Yeah, good call. I, I liked that one. Uh, I was also just a tad scared of uh, maybe uh, celebrating a little too much in the uh, coastal beach front area of the Carolinas. All right, I'll give my last pick, and that's TCU minus 21 and a half versus La Tech. Uh, I've been riding this TCU team the last couple of weeks. I think they found their offense, and uh, their defense remains pretty solid. Uh, I just look for them to roll it out. They always are a team that plays hard. So I look for a big win. I, I don't usually take these big spreads very often, but uh, I just figure uh, La Tech's going to pack it in and uh, TCU will roll this game pretty good and uh, rack up the points and shut down uh, La Tech's offense. All right. What do you got left? All right. My last pick, uh, I've got uh, Colorado minus one and a half versus Utah, which this was a Friday night game. I believe it's got moved to Saturday. Yes, it has. It may end up being canceled altogether, but I think this Colorado team's been playing very well, very good defense, and I, I like them winning this game versus Utah. Yeah, uh, I originally had Utah in as one of my picks, but uh, then I marked it out. So <laughs> it got on the cutting room floor, and I, I don't think I'll go back to it. I just, uh, one, I... I Pretty much figured the game was going to get axed anyway, but um, and then I just uh, I didn't like really the way Utah's played. Uh, their season has been you know a mismatch as 
they didn't even start their season until three weeks into it. So nothing's gone right for them uh, this year. All right, what's your upset special this week? Uh, like I said earlier, I had to dig hard for this, and there was a couple I looked at, and I just I couldn't really pull the trigger. And then there was a few that were just, you know, plus 100 money line. But I'm going to go with Georgia Southern plus 280 on this upset special over App State. I just think uh, – them being at home and App State coming off that bad loss. And I just don't know how much App State's going to be playing for now. And uh, I think this Georgia Southern team is going to control the ball and may have a shot here. Yeah. Uh, my upset special that I have no faith in is uh, Arizona. So uh, two winless teams. I figure if you're winless and you're playing each other at that point, uh, the amount of money that's go- that you can win uh, by taking Arizona seems like a – worthwhile venture, but uh, I, I really don't know what to expect. I have no read on Arizona State since they've played two games all season long, and uh, Arizona's been pretty awful other than a plucky little game versus USC. So hard read, but uh, I thought there was a little bit of value there with uh, winless teams battling each other. All right, uh, that's our show for this week. Be sure to catch us next week and all the other Football Time podcast. We have our NFL podcast coming out tomorrow with Achilles Rain and our picks. A know-it-all podcast reviewing our TV and movies this week, plus our Drive and Dish podcast, which David is intellectually growing into the basketball season and he'll be on soon enough to give his college basketball picks. And follow us on greenlightnetwork.org. That's our show, and we're out. <laughs>